welcome to the Small Business Big Dreams podcast. If you haven't met me already, my name is Holly and I'm the creator and maker of Sprinkle Club, the home for cuddle lovers to fill their lives with fun. So what is this podcast all about? Well, I'll be sharing small business advice, tips and interviews with up and coming small business owners and basically everything that I wish I knew when I was first starting out with my small business. Hello and welcome to my very first podcast. I can't believe I'm actually saying that. I never thought this day would come but I am very happy that it has. I've wanted to do a podcast for probably about a year or two now. Um, I'm not sure why I never really have. I felt, I feel like maybe it was such a big task to actually start it that I just didn't. And I wasn't sure what I would do them about. And yeah, just stuff like that really. But I finally started it and I'm here and I could not be more excited. I have, over the years, I've learned so much. I've done like a billion courses and I feel it would be a shame not to share all of this knowledge with you guys and just help people out. You know, that's what I'm here for. I love helping other small business owners, you know, just literally just drop me a DM if you have any questions at all. I'm always here to help. Okay, well, let's get in to why I started Sprinkle Club in the first place. It was first started back in, I think it was like the summer of 2017, where I was on Instagram and enamel pins were like a really big thing they're still a big thing now but they were quite a big thing back then and I thought oh my god these are so cool I would love to design one so I did a bit of research and figured out that they weren't actually that hard to create but the only problem was they're quite pricey and at the time I was a junior graphic designer at um the last company I used to work at. So I wasn't on a great wage. I was just starting out, didn't have a lot of savings. So I was like, I really want to make these enamel pins. What can I do to get them made? That is where Kickstarter came in. So I had two designs. One was a succulent cactus thing. I'm not really sure what they're called. And the other was a Monstera leaf, both at the time, you know, really popular. I've even got one of the, um, a Monstera plant in my house now. So decided those were the two designs I was going to go with. Went ahead with them, shared it with absolutely everyone, friends, family, boyfriend, boyfriends, friends, friends, everyone, got everyone involved. 30 days later, it was funded. It was pretty close to the end and I think I literally had like five percent or something ridiculous and I was like oh my god oh my god you know all this hard work and I'm not gonna get it funded but luckily I did in the end and then after that got them manufactured 
took um, like a month or two because I got them manufactured in China, so they had to be sent over. I remember the day they arrived. I was so excited because I'd never actually created something that I could physically hold in my hands. Like I'd been working probably like two, maybe three years at that point. And I do design work and it would go to the client whatever and then I'd never see it again. And this was going to be the first thing that I would physically be able to hold in my hand. They looked absolutely beautiful. I absolutely loved them. But then I was like, oh, so how am I going to sell these? Like, I don't have a brand. Well, I had my graphic design freelance kind of brand at the time, but it wasn't really the right audience to sell something like this. So that is when Sprinkle Club was born. And this was, I started Sprinkle Club, like I first posted on Instagram, it was back in December 2017. So like three, four years ago now, I would start posting my enamel pins on there, trying to get the word out and basically start a brand completely from scratch. Then came along my Etsy, um, kind of at the same time, um, because obviously I needed a way to actually take payments and sell them. Both my enamel pins were on Etsy, so I only had those two things in my store. So it wasn't a great start, but you got to start somewhere, you know, it's fine. I think it took probably like a few months before I got my first sale. So it was very slow but I literally had no followers and, you know, it it just takes time. Like, you've got to just have the will not to give up and just keep going because after the first month, you could be like, oh, you know, this isn't worth it. I'm going to give up. But if no one knows about you, how are they going to buy from you? So you've got to, like, keep pushing and pushing and you'll get there in the end. After my enamel pins... I'm pretty sure my next product was Christmas Dash Hound wrapping paper, which sold incredibly well. I think the difference was the sausage dogs and Dash Hounds or whatever is kind of a niche. So if you can find those types of people that are interested in things like that, you will, people will come. And it'll be easier to sell to them because you know that they already love it. Um, When it comes to Facebook ads, you can literally search for people that have liked Dash Hound Facebook pages. You know that they'd definitely be interested and they're more likely to convert and buy your stuff rather than just anyone. I know I've just briefly skimmed over Facebook ads, um, but that is for another day because Facebook ads are very complex. There's loads of stuff you can do on it and they are great for finding your target audience and it's a great way of getting the word out there about your brand and basically selling what you do. Let's fast forward four years now since 2017 and 
Sprinkle Club has evolved and changed a hell of a lot over the years. I've done multiple Kickstarters and ever since my first one, all the other ones after have failed. So, you know, everything's a learning curve, but you've got to learn to take all the failures and learn from them and run with it and not give up and just make lemons out of lemonade, as they say. I 100% said that the wrong way round. So it should be make lemonade out of lemons, yeah? But apart from all those failures, there have been a lot of wins as well that I am very proud of. And you get to some points and you think, oh, you know, is this ever gonna happen? but it does, you just need to be persistent. Currently, I have about 50 items on my website and Etsy. So as you can tell, that has grown a lot from just two. Um, it wasn't done overnight. It, it takes time, it takes a lot of testing. Some things you think, yeah, it's a great idea, but when you actually go to creating it you realize it's a lot of work and for the money that you'll get out of it is it really worth it a prime example of this is recently I decided to buy a hot foil stamping machine so what I wanted to use it for was to like you know like holographic foil or gold foil I wanted to foil greeting cards because I've I've looked online and they're so expensive to buy and I looked at the actual machine you need to buy and it was way 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 cheaper just to offset the money for that first and then you know it would pay itself back pretty quick so I thought you know what I'm just gonna go for it I'm gonna buy it you know worse comes to worse I can just sell it so ordered all the bits tried it and Basically, it, need, like, it needed like calibrating or something. So when I was pressing it down, it was like coming out really uneven. I was thinking, oh my God, like what have I done? I know I can sell it anyway, but still, what have I done? Literally spent hours and hours of my life that I'll never get back trying to calibrate this bloody thing. In the end, I just gave up because it was literally hours and I'm like, is this even worth it anymore? Probably not. So decided to put that to bed and I'm going to sell it hopefully soon so I can get my money back. And like, it still works fine, but it needs a lot of love and care. And at the moment, I can't really give it a lot of love and care. So that's, I'm just going to close that chapter for now and just forget about that. <laughs> but yes, the moral of the story is... It's always worth trying something new because you never know how it's going to turn out. It might turn out great, which if it did, I would have saved a ton of money on foiled greeting cards and that would have been great. But in the end, I decided to just go with a greeting card um, like printers and decided not to go with the foil for now. Um, I'm That's still ongoing. I haven't really found... Um, somewhere that does it at a good price yet but sometimes you just have to suck it up and if it's not working out and you need your greeting cards to come out soon then you just have to find another way but 
that's what we do as small business owners. We just adapt and we can do it a lot faster than big companies. If that was a big company, it would probably take weeks to adapt to doing something else. And we're lucky that we could literally do it at the drop of a hat. So we're quite um, quite privileged in that sense. But yeah, if I could give advice to small business owners, I guess that's what this podcast is about. So I've come to the right place. I would say just try it literally just go for it like over the years I've tried so many different things literally so many different things so many different products I've bought so many like like equipment machines everything you name it I've tried it early on in the business I invested in like a heavy duty heat press which I actually bought because I was watching a YouTube video of catnip I'm probably You've probably heard lots about her. I know most of you know her because she's really popular. Um, But yeah, I saw she had a heat press on her channel. I researched it, found one. I was like, you know what? Just gonna go for it. Just like the foiling machine, if it doesn't work, you can just sell it. It's fine. But luckily, that one turned out way better than the hot foiling machine. And i still using it today. It's still going strong. So yes, just try, test everything. You never, like, I, I've i tried stuff before and you think, uh, I don't know how this is going to turn out. And then you're like really surprised. And you're like, oh my God, why did I never do this before? So yes, just go for it. I'm giving you permission to go for it. Enough of me going off on a tangent. So what does Sprinkle Club look like today? It is extremely pink rainbow, colourful, everything that is basically in my head is in a shop. I have a few bestsellers um, which are my mouse mats, my wrapping paper and my washi tape has been doing really well at the moment so I definitely love to do some more designs in the near future. I feel I've not I'm not great at explaining my business because I'm trying to explain it when you guys can't physically see it in front of you. I'm trying to do it over audio and I don't feel I'm doing it very well. So if you would like to know what Sprinkle Club is all about, I feel my Instagram portrays it pretty well. So if you would like to check it out, go to sprinkle.club on Instagram and I'd love to have a chat. I hope you enjoyed my very first podcast episode. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. So drop me a DM on Instagram at sprinkle.club. If you could rate and subscribe, that would be amazing. And I can't wait to see you guys again soon. Bye. Whoa, whoa.